three, two, one. Welcome to the Wildcard Podcast, episode number four. I'm right here with Julian Rodriguez, a.k.a. Hammerhands. What's up, man? Welcome to the studio. How you doing, man? Thank you for inviting me. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here, and thank you for the opportunity. Hey, awesome for you to be here, man. I know you just got done with the sparring match. How you feeling? How, how's the hands feeling? I feel great, man. The hands are good. Body's working well. Yeah. You know, training camp is going great. I'm nine pounds away, a few weeks out of the fight. Yeah. And everything's on point. Cool, man. You could always yeah. tell, like, when a fighter's just in that zone, they got that energy and vibe about them. That's what I'm getting from you, man. I'm going to make sure I keep my hands over here so that <laughs> we don't put them up against <laughs> nah, me, okay? man, I'm, I'm good. I only do my business in the ring. Okay, cool, yep. man. So tell me, what got you into boxing? Well, you know, my, my dad used to train. So basically, okay. I was pretty much around it, but um, my mother went to was, was starting some type of school or classes for uh, facials, and oh. that time would take up you know, would be pretty much right after school. So I really didn't have anyone to watch me. So oh. eventually, I, for that period of time, I started to go to the gym with my dad. Okay. And um, just little by little, you know, keep in mind, this was at a time where there was no iPads or I didn't yeah. have a phone yet. Yeah, so yeah. How old are you, bro? How old are you? I'm 25 right now. Okay, I'm 33. Yeah. Okay, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, cool, this man. was when I was six, seven years old. So I pretty much would just sit there in that hot, sweaty gym. And then just one day, I decided to get up and do some wrestling moves in the, in the ring because I was a big oh. fan of the WWF at the time. Yeah, yeah. And, right. Um, Who was your favorite wrestler back in the day? Oh, The Rock, man. The Rock? The Rock yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm, I'm a little and, older, uh, so I'm like Macho Man Randy yeah, Savage. Yeah, you yeah. know, but yeah, that was my dude. But, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I started doing a bunch of moves, and my dad was like, hey, man, if you're going to get in there, it's to do the real stuff. Okay. So nice. one day Called I just out. got up and uh, I started hitting the bag. And, yeah. You know, looking back now, I'm not sure if they were bigging me up or not, but they were like, wow, man, you you have some heavy hands. You know, you should really you should really get into this. And yeah. it, it was all from there, man. I started to really show interest, and then my dad really noticed it. And uh, after a while, he he stopped training to really focus and and uh, focusing on me and my career. Oh, that's dope, and man! So he years, had that like support like straight from the get go. Yeah, man. Through the years, that's awesome. I grew as a fighter, and my dad grew as a coach. So we both just learned together through the years. So it's a very cool uh, bonding thing between my dad and I. That's cool, man. Yep. You know what? Uh, something that just came to mind. Uh, you know who Evander Holyfield is, right? Of course. Yeah. So I, I caught a great interview with him and Mike Tyson, and they talked about the differences of how they grew up. You know, Iron Mike had, you know, arguably a very rough childhood and right. a rough upbringing until he found his trainer. But Evander Holyfield reminds me a lot of you. You know, just very calm, very like humble, right. mellow, because he had that support from like day one with his mother. For sure. Always kept him in check, make sure that, you know, you got to be your presence within the ring has to match someone that you are outside of the ring. And that's the type of vibe that I'm getting from you right now, man. Yeah, it feels yeah. real cool, man. No, absolutely. I, I grew up in a very stable household. Yeah. Um, very supportive parents and also just people around me that were supportive too. Cool. Um, you know, and I'm very that, grateful for that. Being that was back to, in Jersey, right? Yeah, New Jersey. I'm from northern New Jersey. Okay. Um, you know, I was very fortunate to be able to go to these tournaments across country. You know, a lot of fighters, yeah. you know, especially when they grow up in, uh, you know, these areas that are very poor and, and you know, they, they don't, sometimes they don't even be, they can't even leave the state at times. Yeah. Um, I was very fortunate to have people in my corner that were able to, you know, fund these trips for me and for me to be able to get ranked and for me to really get yeah. the experience that I needed throughout the years. So if it wasn't for that, I, you know, I probably wouldn't be boxing now. So I, I grew up in a very stable household. Um, my parents implemented uh, very important values 
in me and i also learned a lot from boxing as well i feel like boxing is the hardest thing to do in the world man so i feel like i saw that post yeah you said that uh boxing and mma right yeah it's pretty much the same you know what i mean the same disciplines um what kind of like what kind of comments did you get from people that were opposing you on that topic um because i agree with you comments that weren't important okay (laughs) because because they don't know yeah yeah, yeah. you know people were saying hockey or people were saying gymnastics like all right man you know what i mean just okay you know but then it's just uh you know, I didn't take that to. Cl- I didn't look at those comments and clown them. I just used those cl- those comments and uh, informed them of what we really go through. And and part of it is my fault too because I don't really put all my stuff out there at that t- at this time. I wanted yeah. to wait until my platform was a little bigger. Okay. Um, to really uh, go forward and and show my story and tell my story. You know, everyone thinks that boxing is this big rocky story. It's oh not, right, right. It's very dark. It's very. Uh, it's a lonely sport. You have no friends. This is a very cutthroat business. So, dang. You know, I, I'm waiting for my platform to be just where I want it to really give everybody what I think they they should see and okay. what what is you know what I think should be pushed out there in the media. Okay, man. But you know, this is just me talking. But like, once you get to that point, you've earned that all from yourself and from everybody around you that's been supporting you. Right. Do you even need to answer those people? No, it's not about answering. Yeah. It's just uh, it's just about um I feel like my story it, yeah. and it's not just my story alone because I feel like everyone who grew up around and blossomed through this boxing, especially the amateur program through the I years. I see. Yeah. Um so it's just something it that everybody. everyone can relate to yeah. or just give people an, an uh, insight on a type of life that they've never came across before, you know. It's a very mental is very big in this sport and yeah. I feel like I'm going to do a lot of touching on mental health also. Okay. Um you know, so it's a very interesting story. Mental health. What do you mean by that? Just like having the right mindset and the focus. Yeah, man. You you can't be a normal guy. You can't be <laughs> headed to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah, At yeah. the end of the day, if you strip it down, it's two men fighting in front of thousands of people yes. um, to feed their families. You yeah. know what I mean? You, you know, so us fighters are rewired. We're wired a little differently up there. Yeah. You know, so um, I feel like I'm. My story will tap into that. You know, so I, like that I, I drive went, and determination. Like, absolutely, and there's going to be days where the, the the mamba mentality almost, right? Absolutely, there's going to yeah. be days where there's nothing but dark clouds around, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you have to find your, you know, find it in yourself to, um, you know, to look past those clouds into the sunlight, you know, so to speak. So okay, and I've been there plenty of times with injuries and and just you know things dealing with the company and just things that uh is not always um that things that get in the way of the craft and the fighting. You yeah. Know, so. But but then again, that's probably why you have a team around you Absolutely. to deal with that so you right. could focus on the task at hand or put the gloves on. Right. Just, just to give you a quick little background about me, um, for recreation and for, I guess you could say, fun against someone like you, I've done boxing and Muay Thai since uh, 2013. So what I'm, what I'm trying to say is I can relate to where you're saying where you have someone right in front of you and then that's that's your enemy, that's your opponent. Right. So if you look at a team sport, it's like, all right, is he going to run that route right? Are they going to get that block right? You know, are they going to set up that screen right? You know, is he going to pass that ball this way? You're relying on a bunch of different other people, but when you step in the ring or in the cage, it's just one on one, mano y mano, and right. take that type of focus and discipline. That does create a different type of character, and then if you can propel yourself in that. More power to Absolutely, you, man. Absolutely, yeah, man. So. Some people fold in those moments, and some yeah. people it brings out the best. And I feel like I'm one of those people that the more pressure that's on my shoulders, the more uh, you know, the more of me you're gonna see. What What really gets you in that ring, and what's those few things that go right before your head and your eyes, like before you, like, hey, I gotta, 
I knock this dude out. You know, I'm doing about, it for this. I think about my family, yeah. which is pretty much my purpose for doing this. You know okay. what I mean? Um, my whole life. So like has your mom been, and your dad? or Yeah, I have children. I have two children. Jaden, oh, okay. he's seven. Yeah. My daughter, Phoenix, is two. Wow. Um, but even before them, and, and it's even more so now because I have them. But even before then, I have a lot of siblings. I have, you know, my parents that sacrificed tons of not only money, but time. Time yeah. is the most valuable thing you have in yeah. this world, man. No amount of so, money can ever buy a second of time, yeah, right? man. So I feel yeah. like, you know, when I'm aching or when I feel like, you know, when, when my shoulder's messed up or if I feel like I'm down or something, man, that always seems to pull me through. You know, before before I step into that ring in, in those fights, it's dead silence. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like music because it... I like you don't have like a walk-in song no no I have a walk-in song but in the dressing room warming up oh I got you yeah yeah, yeah. I like to I pace back and forth I think about what's important to me why I'm doing this and I feel like that's I you know I I embrace the nervous the nerves that I feel okay think about those things you know what I mean so So when fight or flight comes you ready to fight yeah this game yeah yeah that's cool, Absolutely. man. Nice. So I know you got a big fight coming up, right? Right. Well, you're 20 and 0 right now? I'm 20 and 0. So you're going for that nice 21? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it, man. That's right. What, what, what's like the biggest obstacles that you see for this particular fight? You know, I just got to go in there and be me. I got to be make sure I'm healthy. I got to okay. make sure we had a great camp, which we did, and it's going great already. I'm great on weight. Yeah. Um, I I, know, I already know my skill set and what, what I bring. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's just a matter of sticking to the plan and, and just keeping the main goal in focus. Yeah. You just want to get in there and just throw them hammers on. Huh? Got to do what I got to do. Nice, man. So let's, let's talk about something else. Let's shift gears just a little bit. Sure. Because I, I was checking out your IG, you know, and you do music too. I do, yeah. Okay. So is that like the release from like, you know, being hard and it's just like, ah, and then you're like, let me yeah. be creative and get this calm it down a little yeah. bit or something like that. Well, it's a different type of release. Um, and the yeah. way it started was... You know, growing up, my dad didn't want me out in the streets. Oh, my okay. dad didn't want me out playing in those parks with those other kids who okay. didn't share the same disciplines and goals that I did. So nice. Um, I was stuck in good job, in that Bob. house. <laughs> I was good stuck. Stuff, I was man. stuck in that house, man. So as I was as the younger guys, you know, of course it's video games for a while, and then mm-hmm. I got into like magic for a while. I used really? to I used to love Chris Angel. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then uh little by little, man, I just started to pick up the guitar. I started to pick up, you know, the piano and then I just You're right, dude. I saw the the, the few first posts that you had. You were stringing on that acoustic yeah. and you were singing. I was like, this dude yeah, can man. hold a tune. So, yeah, yeah, it was drawing. So, it was okay. basically things that I had to do on my own to keep yeah. myself occupied in my house. Oh, and okay. Little by little, man, I just started to I started to record rock bands first because we ended up moving to a town where uh, it was more rock based, you know, it wasn't so uh, urban or whatever. So, okay. Okay. Um, over there I, in Jersey or yeah. Okay. It was sort of, it looked like, it was sort of like in the, in the sticks sort of, you, oh, know? Okay, so, okay. you know, a lot of rock bands were there and so I'm like, you know what, maybe I could finagle some way to make some money and record these rock bands. So I started to awesome. have practice and mixing and doing all this stuff. And then I'm like, man, I need help with vocals. Oh. I don't have any, no one here does vocals. So I'm like, let me try my voice. Let me see how this goes. And at first it was terrible. <laughs> and, um, you know, little by little, I just started to get more comfortable with my voice. I'm like, wait a minute, I think I kind of sound good on that. And um, I was around 18 when I really started to release, or 17, like my own music. And it was more so pop because at that time I was very conscious of my image. Okay. Clean cut, no tattoos, yeah. uh, no facial hair. Yeah, I see you're all pretty much, what, yeah. sleeved up almost, Yeah, right? this one, yeah. Uh, you know. Me too, man. Too. I got a whole sleeve on this nice. whole right arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, mm-hmm. 
And and you know what? It was just a way for me to uh, express myself. But it yeah. was also like, all right, I got to be careful with my image. You know, my dad implemented in me like, hey, man, they're not going to put a tatted up guy in a cereal box, man. So make sure you, you're as an American fighter. You know yeah. what I mean? You're, you're from Especially a, back then. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're from America. Yeah. And, you know, that was the way that we, we played it. So I, I dealt with pop music more. Got clean it. stuff, you know, stuff that matched my image. Okay. Um, and then I started to record rappers and R&B artists. And then it just kind of, they asked me to be on their projects or they would, you know, ask to record That's with awesome, me because man. they liked my mixes. So yeah. then things like that sort of just, I sort of just fell into the R&B rap thing. And then I'm pretty diverse in my style. I could sing, I could sing on an acoustic track. I could do a metal track. I could sing an R&B song, I, you know, so I'm pretty diverse. And then let me get this clear. You haven't had any like vocal training no. or like traditional singing classes? I didn't have classes? time for that. Dude, because no like some of us, I've even gone to like both, I've, I've, tons of hours in the booth. Right. But like I've tried to do the singing thing. Yeah. That's hard stuff. YouTube, man. brother. Yeah. YouTube nah, is the YouTube. way to go. Do education. That's how I right? learned how to mix YouTube forums, University. all that stuff. Yeah, man. Dang. And then just just getting comfortable with my voice and what I like to hear. I, over the years, I've developed this, uh, you know, just a, an ear for things and yeah. what I like and what I think sounds good. And that's sort of just how I maneuvered my voice around. But yeah. there was no time for anything extra. You know, I always had, look, boxing was always number one. This was just something. This was a hobby. Boxing is my life. So that's sort of how nice. I played it. So there was no time or energy to go to New York City for vocal lessons and things like that. So Okay. Yeah. Who's like top maybe two favorite boxers all time that you really look up to? Um, Someone that you maybe haven't met yet or you want to yeah. meet? Joe Frazier. Uh, and I met him. Oh, um, sick. Yeah. How was that? How did that go? It was great, man. He was, yeah. um, he gave me some advice as a kid. Um, he, cool, you know, man. he was at, I think, some of the fights that I fought at. Um, and another one was Salvador Sanchez that I, I pretty, I like. I am not familiar with him. Forgive me. Yeah, he's from Mexico. Salvador oh, okay. Sanchez. He died right. when, in a, when he was right. younger in a car, in a car wreck. Oh, dang. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then how about with music? Music influences like the people that you oh, like the most? Man, I, I'm, Sort of the same with boxing, but yeah, I I just I love. I know you're saying like pop and all that, like yeah, but I, I, that's not really my like I I love rock bands. I listen to Led Zeppelin. I listen to uh, you know Nirvana. Listen, you know, when it comes to R and B, I like you know tons of people. And but I, I I see what people try to do, and I judge them based off of that. Like okay, oh. I see what you're trying to do in that song, what what you're trying to give off, and I'll judge you based off how well you did that. Okay. You know, I'm not a Kanye fan, but when it comes to certain things that he does and and, and the purpose of a song, and mm -hmm. and I'll I'll judge how well he translated that. You yeah. know, same thing with house music or same thing with uh you know rap or R and B. So I I pretty much pick up things, but um I like UK vibes too. You know, just, UK vibes, yeah, What's like that? Georgia Smith. You know, there's people that different types of R and B. Oh, I'm just very diverse in in my my music. You know, I love the weekend. Um, yeah. You know, obviously Drake is, you know, who he is, but, uh, you know, just little things. Tory Lanez is pretty cool as a rapper, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alicia Keys is my favorite pretty much female artist. Yeah, the way that she can get on that piano, yeah. too. Yeah. She's very soulful. You know, I'm mm -hmm. very, I'm into music that either makes you dance or makes you feel something, so. All right. Yeah. All right. Dang, man. So, bigger outlook, bigger picture. I know that possibly as a fighter, you don't really want to look beyond your next fight. Right. I'm just saying that from on this side. But where do you see yourself in like five years? In How the about, boxing world? In your life, man. Uh, world champion. Nice. Um, what weight class? 140 and 147. Okay. Um, I'll probably be for 147 at that time. Mm -hmm. um, 
just just living life with my family. Yeah, very. Um, Back I'm in very Jersey, humble. you, yeah, you like in Jersey. Vegas? You want to come I, out I here love, to Vegas or what? Yeah, I'll definitely have properties. I'm I'm very. I have a lot of. Uh, real estate mentors back home oh that's awesome so they're they're gearing me up for uh you know that that world so i definitely uh would like for my money to work for me yeah um and just live a very passive life man with my kids my family that's that's how my family raised me yeah you know i i was the oldest of all my siblings so that's just what i what i like that's i'm a very uh hands-on person when it comes to family and my kids and stuff like that so how many other siblings you got? I have three, but really, we yeah, three. Yeah. yeah because we took in our cousin who lives with us now, but I consider him got my it, sister. Got it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the youngest of four. Oh, right. So my, my oldest, uh, we have different mothers, but, you know, I still don't like my sister. Right. You know, but I got it on the other side. Me, I was always trying to, you know, sorry, fam, but I was always trying to be like, hey, teach me something, you know, show me. And then they just always like, get out of here, back here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Dang, man, that's cool. So it yeah. sounds like you might want to just put in all this work, you know, get to the top of that mountain. And then it's just like, all right, man, I did it. You know, why why, why draw things out? Let me go to the next chapter in my yeah. life. That's cool, man. I yeah, can I'm, respect I'm that. Always, I'm always moving, man. So yeah. I'm always, if you know, I understand the boxing. I understand the music thing. All these things are just who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not starting to be something that I'm not. The music does something for me. Um, you know, when I come back home and I'm tired from training, the music allows me to tap into something else that doesn't get in the way of that. You know, mm-hmm. I could be on a couch recording a song. I could be, you know, just resting. I could be icing my ankle on a table while, I, while I'm singing in a track or making a beat. You know, so it... it yeah. You know, and like you said before, it's just another release for me. Yeah. Boxing, it's very physical, and that you're releasing that energy in your hands, and it's very physical, and then that music uses another part of that brain. So I could totally see you like just kicking ass and continue kicking ass in the boxing world. Take that by storm, turn that into some other big, huge career, and be like someone very, very big and prominent, right. and just, especially among like Latinos, man. Right. We need people like you great role models, speak well, have all this positive energy, thinking about their family. So just just props to you. And I know that yeah, a lot you. of it comes from that man right there. Of course, so of course. thank you for that too. Like, honestly. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's yeah. cool, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, these days, honestly, you got to be multi-hyphenated for a lot of things. You know, yeah. I, I was watching, uh, I've never watched it before, so don't judge me. It was just on TV. Uh, I can I could see you sing or the the mass singer. Okay, yeah. And then yeah. Mark Sanchez, you know the the quarterback, right. used to be on the Jets, right? And he was up there singing. Yeah. And it was just like what? But at the <laughs> same time, he was like, they were like, why are you doing this? And he was like, well, to be honest with you, my son loves this show, so I did it for him. <laughs> that's cool. I was yeah. like, that's cool, man. But yeah. if you have talent like you do and all these different facets, you could literally take you know this whole wave and then just yeah. boom, come out with an album or something like that. Right. And that wouldn't be like out of this world crazy in this day and age yeah especially especially you know yeah like you said this day and age it's a whole different it's a whole different world man the social media the social media really changed the dynamic of every aspect of life yeah relationships uh opportunities yeah you know now everyone's recording in their home so now it's not just you know you don't you can't just you don't just pick somebody up that sings well on the, on the corner of the street or could rap a verse the best that you ever heard it's more so all right how did you how did you uh, get your numbers going how, how do you present yourself are you professional do you have this you know and it's just more of a package now and i feel like um you know there's just more opportunities now man yeah. and uh again it's not something it's not a reach for me because mm-hmm. i've been doing this since i'm 12 years old yeah but um it's just another way it's just another aspect of my life that i like to 
that I like to read. And then a lot of people like it, you know, and, and also there's there's opportunities for me. You know, my manager is Jay Prince, who's also the one who found Drake. Right. Um, you know, rap a lot records and all that stuff. His sons now pretty much run the music game behind the scenes and they they're all over the place, man. But you know, it's all about you know, strategy. You know, um, knowing when to imp- put that out there knowing when to you know i'm still growing in the boxing world and that's still my main focus that's who i am and that's my purpose yeah but um hey man if i can make more money or get more attention towards the music so that it could benefit my boxing or vice versa yeah now's the time to do it man and i feel like uh you know the more money that that i get or could could obtain for my family um that's what i want in my life Let, let me ask you something and not to say that it's bad or good but just objectively could you ever see yourself like um, like how McGregor, right? He he went from MMA and then did a, a Floyd Mayweather fight, you know, right. in boxing, kind of just like switched over worlds. Would you be able to do something like that, like go from boxing into MMA, or like? I mean, it wouldn't is be. Is that a possibility? I don't think judging, you know, thinking ahead and, yeah. and judging by where I'm at now in the boxing world, I yeah. don't think that would make sense for me to go into their world. Yeah. Um, just based off of the monetary aspect, but um, yeah, you know. I'm open to all of those ideas. Why did McGregor do it? To solidify his family's future. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Why is then he, he came doing, out with proper 12. Yeah, why is he doing yeah. the alcohol? To solidify his family's future. And that's yeah. exactly, I'm on that wave too. So, yeah, that's exactly what I get from him. That's, that's right. pretty much what I was getting to, is right. that a lot of people don't recognize that. They're just like, oh, he sold out, or he's doing that now. But it's just like, no, man, really look at no, it. No, he didn't really sell look out. At he, it. Yeah. he worked. Because if he was not who he was in that ring, he would not have those opportunities. Yeah, so, man. and that's something that I... I actually kind of realized in the last two years of my life too, like I really sat down with myself and I'm like, man, boxing really showed me so many ways of life, man. Like I feel like I, because I've, I'm doing so well in boxing and because it's taught me so well, I feel like I can go out there and do anything I, I put my mind to because in my mind, nothing's harder than boxing. So if I nice. use that same ambition and determination and towards something else. That discipline yeah. too, man, that's yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah. And, and I feel like I, I can do whatever I want to do. You know, so there's a lot of things, man, that that uh, my, my wheels are always turning up there. So cool, man. Yeah. Well, hey, we're going to wrap it up right there. Right. I appreciate you guys coming down to the studio. This was really inspiring for me. Oh, you you inspired someone older than you. Oh, thank <laughs> you, man. I appreciate right, man. that. Man. And, and I'm going to be watching. And so let me just feel the, the hammer real quick. Oh, thank Ooh. you for the opportunity, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So cool, man. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Boom. All right. Cool, man. All righty.